0: The Red Diamond Courier, an Elder Scrolls podcast. Here are your hosts, Bob Chachinsky
1: and Dog Bark Twenty Four.
0: Welcome, everyone, to episode one hundred and fourteen of the Red Diamond Courier. I'm here with you as always, Bob Chachinsky my good good friend dog bark 24 my dude how you doing this week
1: i'm uh, doing pretty good how are you
0: doing good as always my man excited to be here and this week we're going to be discussing uh something that has been going on for a little while now and that we haven't really uh talked about but the rising heavy attack meta in uh, ESO it's a thing right now, if you haven't noticed, and yeah, we're uh, we're just gonna throw out uh, some of our opinions about it and uh, talk about some of the different builds that are out there and uh, et cetera, Compare it to, uh, you know, what else is going on. We're just gonna talk some meta stuff. Uh, it's a bit of a different episode, kind of stuff. We're trying, we're trying to fill in, fill in extra content, you know. So right now. What this is a super big thing that's been going on for a while, and it doesn't look like it's gonna get nerfed yet. Even though I'm working on the build finally after all this time, which I usually jinx these things, right? You know, dogged. So
1: I didn't this time. I mean, you kind of did because you know it did get uh, the empower buff did get nerfed by ten percent. So. <sighs>
0: Okay, well, I'll, I'll eat that, that 10% is totally my fault, I'm oh, sorry everyone, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's still you better good. Sorry, <laughs> you know, if they go from 100, you know, deep 100k DPS to 90k DPS, then I don't think it's that big of a deal, I don't know, it could be, you know, <laughs> I guess we'll find out when uh, everyone sends their email at me. <laughs> we will. Yeah. Thanks, dude. All right. So before we get into all of that fun stuff, we, of course, have some news for y'all. So, Dogged, why don't we start it out with the news, what's been happening in Tamriel,
1: my dude. All righty. Well, this, this, I did this you know, episode show notes like two weeks ago. So... Starting <laughs> off, right, we have uh, the Jester's Festival is over, right? <laughs> it's done. So I got my bucket, but not my broom. So that was, uh, you know, kind of lame. But I also didn't get to get the costume. But I wasn't expecting to get to get the costume either. So
0: you know, maybe next year. Th- the funniest part about that is that. I think we recorded, like, an episode on Sunday of the Gesture Festival, and I didn't even end up getting it out by the time it ended. It ended so fast. Like, <laughs> we are like, yeah, the gestures Festival, and then by the time it was over, so I was like, ah, man. But um, it just it, it ended abruptly, you know? Yeah. But it's because the anniversary event was coming. I mean, but still... I did not get that costume either, man. I, I'm bummed. I I truly am. But maybe next year, you know, maybe there will yeah. be a Jester's Festival grab bag next year.
1: I don't think so, but but I <laughs> certainly hope so. But I hope so too. Yeah. All right. The uh, next bit of news is that uh, you know, Necron PTS is out now. So that's a thing.
0: It's a whole thing, my dude, actually. Because I had to delete like every possible thing I could on my computer so I could download it today. And uh, it was worth it. It was worth it in the end because, I mean, it took me like quite a significant amount of time because I didn't just click the little banner when it kept telling me I don't have enough space to find out how much space I needed. But then Dog thankfully told me, 125 gigs, and I was at like 118. I already deleted so much, I really had to go find random stuff laying around my computer. Uh, But I made it. Got in there, and uh, yeah, it's awesome. You guys have your chance to go try out the Arcanist if you play on PC. You download the PTS, it's right there for you. Anyone can play it. And yeah, go uh, try out the Arcanist, go check out Necrom. I checked out the crafting stations and everything. The area looks good. The only thing I need to see, I need to actually do the writs and see where you turn them in. That's like the always the deciding factor, you know. So, yeah, but it's also not super close to the way shrine. So, like, you know, I mean, if you leave your characters there, like, as you do writs, like, logging in and logging out, that's one thing. Like, having to run over there, like, to start your day might not, you know, I don't know. It's hard to beat Leo and Eleanor, you know?
1: Or Mournhold. Oh my God, dog, with the <laughs> Mournhold. Yeah. I mean, you know, you travel past the Way Shrine, like, four times while you're doing your writs, like how, how how much better can it be you can be like all right i'm doing my writs, doing my writs. oh i need something let me go somewhere oh hey look at convenient there's these guild traders right here oh <laughs> i need to go pick up some violet copernius up oh, there we go copernius yes i think that is not how you say it but okay i'll give I... it to you all right, Violet just like C. Quiet, you know, <laughs> I, I I don't know what it is. I, that's just, you know, I like it's Violet I think C it's something. Culprinous. Maybe. I don't know. I thought it was you in there. Maybe not. Oh um, <laughs> my God. So, yes,
0: Dog still uh, cannot, you know, pronounce reagents of uh, alchemy. <laughs> but regardless of that, um, yeah, if you guys want to go check out the PTS, make sure you do it. Uh, make sure you're thoughtful if you're gonna like post about it or talk about it, stuff like that. You know, don't you know, go run through the main story or like the side quest and just like throw out a bunch of spoilers. You know, at least be thoughtful about it if you're going to. And make sure to tag that kind of stuff, um, and data mines and stuff like that too. Like. There's a lot of people that really just don't want to see that. I mean, honestly, I don't. Like, I end up seeing, like, a good portion of it because of how much ESO stuff I follow on all the social medias. Sometimes you just can't avoid it, but, you know. Don't be that person, I guess is what
1: I'm trying to say. And everyone will love you even more. Yeah, nobody wants to have, the you know, the story spoiled before the chapter's even out, so.
0: Yeah. Even though Dog seems like he would be that kind of guy,
1: I would not be that kind of guy. All right, (laughs) I haven't even played the High Isle chapter story all the way through yet, or the Somerset chapter story, or the Morrowind chapter story. So (laughs) that's not me.
0: (laughs) Those are all very true statements. Whichever chapter the dogs and. Dog enjoys a lot for some reason. He just doesn't play stories. Too busy enjoying the zone, I think, is what's really
1: going on. Yep, that's what I love about Summerset. That's what I love about High Isle. They're very good zones. Really love the High Isle companions. Except for their quests sometimes, but that's okay. Some of their quests was like, why is this happening? But it's okay. <laughs> that's the beauty of side quests,
0: man. Yeah. So why don't you tell them about this other event that's going on right now that will probably be over by the time this episode is out, or definitely, 'cause it's gonna end in like twelve hours.
1: Yeah, probably. <laughs> I think so. Well, uh, the anniversary, you know, jubilee event is still going on for uh, you know, twelve more hours. But like yeah. I said, I I made this stuff like two weeks ago, so that's not my fault. That's Bob's fault. Well, I went yeah. to Vegas. <laughs> I mean, we were supposed to do this week before this episode before Vegas. So, look, man, I brought home the loaf, okay? And you know, what? <laughs> you also brought the loaf. <laughs> oh my god.
0: <laughs> Speaking of Vegas, I did uh forget to mention two shout-outs in the episode because I was rambling through so much uh the other day. But I did get to hang out with uh Miriam Pearl from Twitter uh who is and a streamer who is super awesome and chill. And uh we hung out with them for a you know, a good while. They were actually in our playtest too, but I didn't actually like hadn't introduced myself at that point, so it was like, uh but yeah, they're super chill and uh I also did get to uh meet T the Khajiit again for the second time and created her red diamond sticker for a T the Khajiit badge. So you know what? it's just another dub dog everyone everyone is loving the red diamond courier stickers with their huge white background
1: yeah that's uh it's definitely a huge white background yeah
0: (laughs) next time i might might (laughs) dole out the cash for die cut stickers but you know i mean I wanted to I wanted to actually cut them out, you know, myself, like I do. Like I did for the... I think I sent you some cut-out ones, right? But Yeah, you sent me one cut-out. Yeah, well, you know, there you go. I did one. But yeah. much like the podcast episode that we did not record before Vegas, <laughs> I also did not cut out the stickers. Yeah. So, you know, time, man. Time is a fickle thing. It is, yes. 100%. Okay, so this anniversary event, though.
1: Yeah. You know, be sure to do all your writs and take part of that double experience while it lasts for 12 more hours. <laughs> for real? Um, no,
0: 11 more hours. I'm just kidding. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, actually, by the time this episode gets out, it'll probably be like, you know, negative yeah. 24 hours. But, <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, we'll see, we'll see.
1: <laughs> yeah, but that's not the point. The point was that this that was, episode was supposed to be out two weeks ago. <laughs> So
0: But these boxes are still
1: amazing, am I right? I mean (laughs) Yeah, they are still amazing. Uh, You know, I still get surprised when I find a new recipe that I don't have. Um, because my character's been doing this for several years now on and I, I have like almost every recipe, or so I thought, and then I got two new recipes today, which is insane. So you thought, man. Yeah. It uh, catches you off guard. It it does, it really does. I like, thought new...
0: had, like all the like base like furnishings, but still like someone could be like, oh, here's like a you Brent know guard. yeah, th-
1: chair and blanket. <laughs> I'm like, oh what? <laughs> like <laughs> how I have I not learned that? Yeah, I hope that uh, one of the things they add later this year is a journey journal entry with like a master list of all the uh Blueprints, designs, diagrams, formulas, patterns, praxis, recipes, and sketches. So that, you know, you, you know what all the, what all there is. And it would also be very nice and convenient if there is a way to show learned, but more importantly, unlearned so that you can search in guild stores for the ones that you were missing. I OK,
0: like the first the master list, like. I don't even want to touch that mass list, bro. thing think like <laughs> a thousand pages. It's a bit longer than our show notes during a patch note <laughs> episode, okay? I do not well, even we wanna, need that. We, we
1: want to be saying what it, like, we're not going to do a whole podcast episode. We might no, do, like, a podcast, like, uh, you know, decade. <laughs> no, I
0: get that. We would never podcast on it. I don't even want to look at it. Like yeah.
1: Oh, well that's it's why you would to search for the ones that it's unlearned. You know, like you would be like, all right, what do I need? That that idea is golden. They should definitely
0: just like the the dies, right? You could see the dyes you don't have. Yeah,
1: yeah. Just yeah. like that.
0: Yeah, and that inspires you to go unlock them. You're like, oh, this cool freaking die. This is the achievement I need to get it. Now I'm gonna go get that. So like, yeah, that'd be super cool. Even though, the only thing is, like, it might get super unwieldy for, like, especially when you're lower level. Like, here's 10,000 recipes in your thing. Oh, but then you could just toggle it to learn. Dude, it's genius. This is genius. This is genius. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If only I was going to an event where I could talk to the devs about these cool things. Like, dang it,
1: man. Yeah, if only I, you know, came up with, if only (laughs) we uh, discussed this episode two weeks ago. (laughs) okay
0: well you could have t- dm'd me the tidbits okay
1: <laughs> yeah well that didn't happen so
0: <laughs> just I like this episode right. i just embarrassed myself asking if i could take <laughs> mushrooms so all right dog. uh why don't you just get into the current state of cyril before we talk more about news that won't be happening in two days <laughs> when I get this episode out.
1: <laughs> Alrighty. All right. So for, you know, first part of the current state of Cyrodiil, one of the things that we recommended uh, in two episodes ago was that we recommend doing, you know, the Cyrodiil town dailies, right? And that's something that I definitely was doing. And uh, so we're going to start off with some Cyrodiil jubilee shenanigans, mainly from me. Because I don't think Bob's been into though. but that's okay. I don't I, judge Bob. I haven't, you know. Very so, much. Uh, I,
0: you could, yeah, it's yeah. I feel it. I feel the judgeness. <laughs> I feel
1: the Aaron judgeness, All right, so yeah, you know, I, I did it day one of Ciradil. Not nothing too bad, but day two, there was a bit of uh, shenanigans going on, and it starts off. You know, there was a yellow doing a quest in the Coral on Priory area. It was the area where you have to, you know, travel up to the top of the tower. Uh, the yellow was trailing behind me a bit and then came up the tower like two minutes later where I then javelin him off to his death. You know, I'm I gave like that, that person a friendly reminder that they didn't have their damage or their fall damage CP allocated. So it was definitely not cold blooded murder. I was helping. What if you just wanted to go like dance with you or something, man. Well, he wanted to go do the quest, but I, I killed him, so.
0: <laughs> he's like following you like, God, I hope this guy doesn't kill me. I hope this guy doesn't kill me. What if he saw your name and was like, oh, my God, he's my favorite podcast host. I want to go say hi. And he's <laughs> brutally murdered him as soon as he got to the top of the
1: tower. Well, He didn't, you know, tweet me or anything, so I don't think it was.
0: Well of course not. He hates you after that. <laughs> He's your enemy now. He's your arch rival. You just you created a super villain right now, dude. Oh my god.
1: Yeah. Well, he could have been like uh however I phrase that without you know cussing. <laughs> <laughs> I I have a beat button now. <laughs> well that's good. But he could have, you know, sent me some very angry tweets that uh, I murdered him in cold blood. And I, I, then I could have responded to me like, no, I didn't do that. I may help. I reminded you that you did not have your fault, your CP fall damage, CP slot or allocated. So you're yeah, fault. I'm sure I'm sure that's exactly
0: <laughs> what you would want to hear. That would yeah, really I ease his pain. Yes. I, I, I think it would. Yeah. All
1: right, continue your shenanigans, my friend. All right, so later on, you know, as a blue, you always start in your little questing area, and it was popping off. There were other blues, yellows, and even some reds, and it was mostly peaceful, right? There was four yellows being friendly and some reds that were there, too. Uh, questing, you know, didn't seem so bad until I went to go do a quest, and I came back to a three-way battle going on Most of the yellows dead, some of my blue friends dead, and a couple of reds dead, too. But a solid 12 to 15 reds still alive with a few blues scattered about. And, you know, I was trying to find a good spot to engage and help my fellow blues when a red just bow ulted me while I'm on my mount. Like, this guy's, like, you know, two steps off. I guess he was cloaked or something or hidden. He's like, no, bow ulti. And I was like, what the heck are you doing? So I, uh, you know, healed myself and uh, then I killed him in like two seconds because he was very weak, very, very weak. And then I went uh, in, you know, helping the blues and we killed all the reds and then the yellows and then the reds again and then burned their camp. So. Yeah, it uh. was a very successful fight. I don't know who started it, but we ended it. So if it wasn't for you, then clearly they would have all perished,
0: <laughs> right? Probably. Way to go, dog. Way to, way to be
1: the savior of DC. Yeah, for not the first time. Yeah, definitely not the first time. And it was the last time because I came back several minutes later. Uh, You know, meaning like seven or eight minutes because I'm not a monster that uses several and few as a cinnamon synonym. As a synonym, as a, <laughs> a dog. A synonym. <laughs> and the uh, four, well, anyways, the uh, four yellows were were fighting a blue, desperately trying to stay alive. And I ended that fight, too, by killing all the yellows. No clue who started the, those fi- that fight, but, you know, I ended it. So by ending the yellows. So I saved the blue again. DC savior over here
0: one uh every man words dude you would think i uh don't ever speak english (laughs)
1: like my (laughs) synonym one
0: yellow one yellow death at a time man one yellow death at a time yep in that instance yes well there you go i pulled
1: it off (laughs) talk more now before i fail again Oh, okay, well, I can talk again. All right, so then now we're going on to like day six of the event because either I didn't play much or I just did writs and that was it. And but on day six, you know, there were two reds at Bruma that prepped the quest giver in the door with Aoes and stuff and killed me when I came in. Later, I killed a red, a random red for vengeance, but it wasn't the right guy. Um, so that was a bit awkward. But another cycle of quests later, I saw the two reds that did kill me and killed them both. Then a couple yellows saw me kill them. I braced, they braced, and we went our own separate paths. So, you know, I think they understood the way of vengeance. That was the way. Yeah, this is the way. Yeah.
0: I just can't wait till they nerf your Templar one day, Max. I'm so <laughs> sick of you just being able to kill whoever you want in PvP. It's not that easy.
1: It is that easy. You just, you know, you stun them, and then you do damage, and then you kill them while you all heal yourself.
0: Yeah. yeah well, every every skill you have just heals yourself. This is,
1: what a life. Not that, no, it's not like that anymore, right? They nerfed those skills years ago. Yeah. I now yeah. use degeneration instead of structured entropy
0: yeah yeah
1: templars yeah but other than that you know that was a quiet night so and that's gonna wrap these serial jubilee shenanigans for this week because i didn't want to go too heavy all in one week so
0: well you know considering uh this you you only had one
1: week of shenanigans to talk about when you wrote this episode (laughs) Exactly, yeah, this episode was supposed to be, you know, released two weeks ago, so...
0: Technically, like, one week ago.
1: Yeah, but two weeks ago sounds more dramatic.
0: Yeah, well, it does sound dramatic. <laughs> I'll give you that <laughs> much. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, you know, my serial shenanigans, uh that meant much, honestly. I did... Yeah. Um see a bunch of people dueling on the Arcanist today and Pain in the Axe was there dueling people and I was like, Man dude, I hope no one asked me to because 'cause I'm just gonna trash right now, like no doubt. I was in False Gods and Crafty Alf,
1: dog. Hey, I use that those sets too. Well that's why I used them. <laughs> Yeah, those are very good sets. I was like,
0: what does Dog to do use? That should be a good enough for <laughs> a basic magic build, yes. Somehow yeah. he makes it a god, I don't know.
1: Yep, those are very good sets. dog proofs
0: Dog-approved. There you go. So, if you guys have been uh, having any crazy shenanigans or, you know, killed any gankers or all that fun stuff during the jubilee celebration you know let us know we'd love to shout out your stories and uh, talk about how awesome of a time pvp could be especially for this event because you know it really uh actually gives you a good incentive to get out there the daily quests in cyrodiil go really fast they're super accessible and there's a lot of them about so and it just it really lets you explore the zone like you know, something that you may not just like look around here though, and you're just run and keep to keep. So I don't know. It's always been a fun thing for me, and I didn't do it at all this time. So there you go. <laughs> Dog did it for me enough for me though. So
1: <laughs> yeah, I will say though, you know, next week there's gonna be a pretty good story. So stay tuned for next week. Uh, there you go. Now y'all have to listen next <laughs> week. You don't want to miss that. Yeah. It's a uh, pretty dramatic, but it's going to be a good one.
0: <laughs> All right. So before we give you guys any more cliffhangers, let's get right into the host scores for this week. We're looking at PC first. So host scores on PCNA, which was this like the scores from two weeks ago or like to yeah. recently? Yeah, no, this was like two weeks ago. Okay, okay, well, one week ago, so... Sure. (laughs) So, whenever in time the dog got these scores, (laughs) DC on PCNA, DC was in the lead, DC in the lead, 100K. Breaking the frickin' triple digits, I'm loving it. Then we've got AD at 91K and EP at 90.7K. And there was only seven hours left. So I'm pretty sure you could guarantee a DC win. If they didn't, I'll eat crow. But, you know, I mean, come on. Seven hours. So on PCEU, we're looking at a little bit of the same. DC in the lead. DC in the lead. 95K. EP in second, 90K, and AD bringing up the caboose, 84K. So, a little bit of a flip for the second place guys, but DC staying true up on top. Probably won both those campaigns. I'm going to just take that into next month and uh, see how DC could uh, come out on top again.
1: All right. Well, yeah. But uh, for, you know, Xbox N.A dc did win the last campaign over there so that was pretty awesome but for uh, this campaign, no i don't want to do the song (laughs) uh because this campaign there's 15 days left and ep is in first with 48k 80s in second with 43k and dc's last with uh 42k so we're doing a pretty bad over there and then for xbox eu you know I have some good news again, right? DC won last campaign. But there's more bad news because EP's in lead with forty-eight K, 80's in second with 39k, and DC is in last again with 35k. So So no no song. Yeah, no song, because we're losing right now. Oh, you know. We'll go next week, dog. But, uh, you know, the nice thing is, is that, you know, this episode was was, uh, was supposed to be two weeks ago, which means that there's only like, you know, a couple of days left in these campaign, right? Ten days tops. OK, it's not
0: <laughs> two weeks. <laughs> I, I'm thinking eight
1: days in reality. OK, <laughs> <laughs> yes, but it's not as dramatic as two weeks.
0: <laughs> you You are wrong. Alright, well I guess the dog's just gonna leave uh leave it right at that silence there for the PlayStation scores, so I uh, got them for you. However, unfortunately, apparently, Playstation EU is in super maintenance mode. Are they getting their server update right now or something, dog? It's like a twelve hour maintenance. I don't know,
1: maybe. It is saying uh They did say that it's going for hardware refresh work. I don't know if it's... So, I don't think it's the actual replacement. I think this is, like, the maintenance before the replacement. Yeah, like, preparing it for it, possibly, or something. Yeah, so maybe, like, next week or something.
0: They do get the first one, right, PlayStation EU? Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. I think so, too, yeah. So, uh, we don't have the EU scores for you guys tonight, even though, you know... This episode was supposed to be out eight days ago, but I don't see dog pulling out any PlayStation scores for eight days ago.
1: Yeah, because I don't have a PlayStation right now that I know where is and has Elder Scrolls Online downloaded. So that was on you. You know, I asked you like two weeks ago to get get the PlayStation scores. So...
0: (laughs) I, I don't believe that one. I got the receipts. Okay, so PlayStation... Well, let's just start. We'll go with EU first, because I don't have the scores. But, AD, won last campaign. So, hats off. Take a graceful bow to the bananas. Congratulations, friends. See you on the battlefield next time. For NA, EP probably won, according to Dogged, which you could usually take his word for it. So, there you go. Congratulations, guys. Hats off to you. Um, you know we'll get you next time. And apparently, we're working on that, but you know here we are. So once again, Ebenhart Pact is in the lead this week with seventy six k. So they're coming right out down, you know to the marker, big lead, almost ten k over second place a d was at 67.5K, just within 10K of the lead. But right behind him is the DC at 66.5K. So, you know, that's far too many last places for us this week, dog. I'm not liking that. Two firsts, three lasts. What is this? There's no middle ground.
1: Yeah. Um, I don't know what to say. Except for, you know, hopefully we'll be do be better the next episode right all we can
0: assume is that we were leading playstation eu it's the only fair assumption
1: i guess yeah if you believe yeah 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 sure yeah yeah all right
0: so that is gonna wrap up our cereal updates for you guys and before we get into the heavy attack stuff As always, we just want to take this middle portion of the episode to remind you we're part of the oh-so-wildly-amazing Robots Radio podcast network where, if you go check out the shows on robotsradio.net, I will
1: bet you, like, I don't know, all the money in my pocket that you will
0: find a show you like. And that isn't us. So, you know, there you go. Hopefully I don't have a lot of money in my pocket when you make that bet. But, you know, it's okay because I know I'll win. It's it's freaking lock. So go check it out. And we'll be back right after this message.
1: Hey, I'm Tom. And I'm Stuart. And we're from the Dungeons & Dragons Lorecast. We talk
0: about all things connected to
1: D&D lore. And... We're on the Robots Radio Network. So if you're into Dungeons & Dragons or you're into lore, then come check us out. You can find us on any podcatcher, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, wherever you get podcasts. Roll more dice. That's the Dungeons & Dragons Lorecast.
0: All right, all right, all right. So let's get right back into the meat of this episode, which... uh. We're kind of excited for a little bit different thing than we usually talk about. We're going to talk about the uh, current kind of meta going on right now. It's been going on for a little bit, something that we've been thinking about. And uh, yeah, we're just going to weigh in on it, talk about it, think, uh, throw out our opinions on it. So we're talking heavy attack builds right now. It's a big, big thing going on in ESO, has been for... I mean, probably, I think the end of the year last year, this uh, added, you know, or they changed the Empower buff and made heavy attacks go wild, right, dog?
1: Yeah. The uh, Empower was changed from, you know, it was like 20% light and heavy attack damage to now it's uh, 80% heavy attack damage. So. Yeah.
0: So, um, you've probably seen people doing it, definitely if you've been watching content creators and stuff. Everyone's putting out heavy tech builds. So, how good is it? Well, I could tell you that, um, I actually didn't have any experience with it until just, you know, prior to our recording. I finally got the, uh, you know, necessary, uh, equipment To throw on a build that I've actually been wanting to try for a long time. One of uh, Nephis OS's builds on ESOU. The Oaken Crow build. So shout out to him. And uh, I think the build is awesome. You throw on Oak and Soul. Which is a super common thing for the Heavy Tech builds. Not all of them are one bar builds. But you know it is a common trend. And uh, yeah you just go at it man. So, um, I'm wearing Stormmasters and Sergeant's Mail and Slime Craw because Sergeant's Mail is like, I mean, that's gotta be the must for the Heavy Attack build. It's not necessarily a must, but it really makes a big difference because the five piece, when you deal damage with a Heavy Attack, you gain a stack of Sergeant's Focus for five seconds increasing the damage of your heavy attacks by 630 per stack. This effect can occur once every second and stacks up to four times. So at max stacks, you're adding, you know, an extra 2,400, 2,500 uh, damage to your heavy attacks. So that really makes a difference. And then uh, Storm Masters has been a really popular uh, one to run with it. It's five-piece reads, when you deal critical damage with a fully charged heavy attack, your light and heavy attacks deal an additional 1542 damage for 20 seconds, and it can occur once every 10 seconds. So, you know, these are 100% uptime things. Pair that with Oak and Soul and, you know, One Piece. slime Craw is the one uh, that was, um, you know, specified for the build. That's what I'm running it's nice cuz the one piece gives you crit chance so overall there's a lot of different builds out there for it i have seen this combination um on you know multiple different places so it's a popular one for sure but um the cool thing about a lot of heavy tech builds i've seen too is that uh the gear is accessible you know these are base game dungeons that I got all of these sets out of, so that's a really cool part of it too. And, Oak and Soul, you know, it's a mythic, so it's uh, not the easiest thing in the world to get, but it is something that you could just go out and you know farm for the pieces and put together yourself. So yeah, you know, I've been rambling for a bit, dog. Do you have uh, anything to say here, uh, just at the start for these uh,
1: heavy attack builds? Yeah, I guess I could talk a little bit. I also have a heavy attack build. Mine is a two-bar heavy attack build, and I use you know master's bow, uh, because I like the uh, poison inject buff better than uh, wall of elements. It just worked better with my rotation. I use a uh, Morris whispers, which is a buttload of crit, just like an insane amount of crit. And I also use Slime Crawl Head. So that's even more crit. Mm-hmm. And then I use Argent Males because, you know, that's the best one to, to use. But I also use Noble Duelist, which is when you deal damage with a light or heavy attack in melee range, you increase the damage of your light and heavy attacks against monsters by 2100 for 15 seconds. This effect can occur once every 12 seconds. So this is something that can be have, you know, one hundred percent up down da- uptime and you just have to be in melee range. So Yeah, that's actually a really good one as well for sure. Yeah. One of the nice things about having the two bars is that my uh heavy attack and uh execution bar all have all has fighter-skilled fighter, fighter abilities, like, just front-loaded, so I get, like, an increased amount of damage because, you know, fighter-skilled abilities do that, so. Yeah. And that's a
0: great way to really show a distinction between, you know, a possible one-bar heavy-attack Oakensoil build and a two-bar heavy-attack build.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Because for the most part, you'd say... Normal 2-bar builds are still best in slot and putting out the most damage in comparison to the soul builds, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, uh, the normal 2-bar builds are definitely so output the most damage. But it does come with probably a bit
0: tougher of a rotation, maybe. Yes, yeah, 100%, yeah. For sure, so... It's definitely an accessibility thing, uh, you know. Anyone can, you know, get into these builds. It's uh, there's, you know, something for everyone, pretty much. If you really want to go end game, and push it, you can. If you want to just uh, get in and do a, a easier one bar thing, you can totally do that too. Me and Dogged were talking numbers before, and my first parse was like seventy eight k and. He was saying for his two bar build, he was pushing into the low 80s, the 80 82s. So, um, and you know, we aren't big parsers. We're just like throw down a test every now and again, especially on trial dummies. Because they, parsing anything over three minutes is just, it gets to be too much for me. So, um, but yeah, so you could see there is a bit of a distinction. You can push it even harder if you want. And there's a lot of builds that you could just do a lot of damage. Like, you know, more damage than you probably were doing. Because, I mean, it was more damage than I was doing on my other build. I was pushing, like, low 70s, if that, on a trial dummy. So, there you go. There's a lot of interesting stuff you guys could check out with these heavy attack builds. And, uh, yeah. Definitely, I, if we're, uh, going just for, uh, recommendation i would say try it out so
1: far yeah i would agree with that too
0: when you get metas like this they you know do come with their drawbacks however and in the case of the heavy attack builds one thing that me and dog have been discussing is the potential that it could be hurting class identity so uh dog do you, do you have anything? Do you want to start on this?
1: Yeah, uh, we can dive into this. Uh, but before we kind of like, you know, talk about class identity, I think it's important to note, you know, the change of class identity in the past four years or so, because from when I started playing to now, class identity has definitely uh, changed up a lot. Okay, fair enough. Let's talk about it. All right. So, uh, class identity was really strong for Magicka classes, but stamina classes had a low class identity, which was especially true when it came to PvP. You know, there's always that one guy spamming Spin to Win, Dizzy Swing, Snipe, but no one was really out there spamming, you know, Force Shock or Impulse. It was Jabs, Swallow Soul, uh, Crystal okay. Frag, right, Lava right, Whip, right? right? Okay, yeah, I feel that. Yeah, so Magicka classes definitely took a bigger decrease and evening uh, both the stamina and Magicka out a bit with the high radiation going on, where sets would give you both the weapon and spell damage and skills would go off of best stats. And this was really seen in the PvE, where for PvE, Magicka, and stamina, they started running the same sets and the same skills which would even, you know, kind of further limit the class identity. For the magic side. Yeah, for the magic side. All right, so with this kind of, like, background info, uh, Bob, why don't you tell us how, you know, heavy attack builds are hurting class identity even more?
0: Yeah, so, I mean, for me, when it comes to class identity, like the biggest part about it is being able to use class skills. Like, obviously, if that doesn't, you know, mean class identity to you, then, I mean, I don't really know what does. So that's basically the definition of the situation. So the thing about all, you know, builds in general is they use a lot of similar skills, weapon skills, guild skills, all this kind of outside stuff that influences your character outside of its class. When you bring something like Soul into it, it makes it even tougher because you only have one bar. So you have to cram like a lot of specific abilities onto that one bar. And when you also make your primary form of, like, you know, damage. A heavy attack, which has nothing to do with class at all, you know, what you're really coming down to is you're going to be doing a heavy attack no matter which class you're on, and then, you know, casting XYZ skill, and then just buffing, you know and most of your buffs are probably going to be the same across all the classes. I mean, I it's it's hard to say because, like, in a way, the fact that maybe, you know, if you want to do, like, a heavy attack build on a bunch of different classes, then maybe it really lets you explore, like, why, like, what do I need on this class to supplement, you know, what I was doing on a different class? And that's where you're really going to explore, you know, like class option skills. But also, when you're doing, you know, this high of damage on one character, I mean, how many people are really going to go, you know, set up a heavy attack build on like all their different characters? I don't know. I don't, it's not, I don't know if it's like, hurting class identity as much as i once thought but i definitely don't think that it's helping to promote class identity
1: yeah i uh, would definitely agree with that you know kind of expanding on the whole heavy attack thing is that you know the heavy attacks remove the need for the class spammable and you know for example on my healer when i have empowered my lightning staff heavy attack. Does more AOE damage than my jabs, like that's insane. That it yeah. does more damage. So, <laughs> yeah, and it's not even specked out for like you know heavy attack build. It's just like, oh, this is my normal false god crafty elfie earth core, and up I hit a uh, degeneration, so I have empowered. So now my lightning staff heavy attack does insane damage. So,
0: yeah. That's uh, definitely, I think that's kind of what I was trying to uh, get across there is that like when that is your main like form or your best form of damage, if anything that can impair your class ability, but I don't know. You still got to weave something in there, I guess, right?
1: Yeah. I will say that one thing that the uh, actually shines about the heavy attack builds is that Magicka characters are actually using Magicka weapons instead of like dual wield, which is something that you know I do like to see because I don't like using stamina weapons on my magica character, and I don't like you know feeling the loss of, you know like five k dps because I use a staff instead of dual wield.
0: Oh my gosh, yes, man. That is so very much true. That is a great point because it was just like a weird meta, you know? And like, I mean, I'm not like super big on role-playing or anything, but like when I'm a Magicka character, I do want to use like a Magicka weapon. Like personally, I I don't know. Call me weird, I guess. Call me crazy.
1: Yeah, this used to be just the thing that I think like Magblade bombers would do, but it's like, I guess slowly went into, you know, the PVE side of things. And, you know, to me, that's just as bad as, you know, the jab spear ding being different from the javelin and spear shards. I just don't like it. Like, you know, give me my magic of weapons on my magic of characters.
0: Yep i mean we all, we only get one magical weapon right so
1: <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> um but yeah i don't know like i'm really interested to see like how uh this heavy attack build is going to go perform in some content and stuff i like this idea that it's like um you know anyone like, I feel like anyone could do this build. Like, it's definitely easier than, um, well, like, less complicated than a lot of my other rotations, you know? Like, light attack, weaving every skill, casting, you know, however many skills per second, per minute, whatever. Um, I do really like that about this build. I think maybe they did get a little OP right here at the start, but... On this next patch, update thirty-eight, they are nerfing in power by ten percent. So that might balance things out a little bit. I mean, you never know. So there's that too. Just information, you know, throwing it out there.
1: Yeah, I uh you know, we were kind of discussing earlier, but I think that might see like uh I would assume like anywhere from like five to eight percent nerf in heavy attack builds in general. But like in their they, damage. It, yeah, in their damage. But it could be even less. Like so. Yeah. Yeah, it could be even less.
0: And you know, going just touching back on class identity. Um, just one random thing I remember from uh ESO Vegas. I don't remember if it was from the stream part or the uh AMA dev part. But I remember that they were talking about the Arcanist and they said that a lot of feedback they had been getting from, like, you know, played, you know, early, uh, you know, people who were testing it for them and stuff was that they could play with, like, a high majority of, like, just Arcanist skills and they didn't feel the need to, like, you know, go have all the other meta skills like they can make up for them within the Arcanist line and I thought that was really cool. And, you know, who knows, you know, oh, what, <laughs> you know, who that will turn into when, you know, the whole world gets their hands on it. Um, But, you know, I think that class identity is something that they, you know, want clearly. You know, that when you play Dragonite, you want it to feel like a Dragonite. Um, so, I don't know. If the Arcanist, like, can really like just like boom you know be the arcanist and when you play you're just like yeah i think the necromancer also did a good job at that i feel like it's probably has the most class identity especially like as a magical character maybe other than like mm, so well i mean warden too but the, i mean they're the two newest ones so they're the two easiest to say yeah so uh, what do you think dog do you think uh these are a good thing they should keep going with these heavy attack builds
1: yeah i definitely think that they should keep going um because like you said uh earlier is that uh the heavy attack builds are really good and you know get, helping you get the gear that you need and like you know vet trials or even just normal trials because you're doing more damage you're clearing the trials faster or even the dungeons faster by having the higher dps so
0: yeah yeah i really feel that and um yeah i just like the fact that it's so like anyone could do it you know it really helps like uh, you know like the average player who might not be like really savvy on like rotations and stuff they don't really have to have something crazy they could just be like heavy attacking and like throwing in a skill every now and again so I mean like for some players potentially it could like double their DPS almost you know for like mid tier players who don't really uh, mess with rotations and stuff like that yeah Back in the day, man, we all we were all there. I played ESO <laughs> for, like, I don't know, three, four years before I even was like, oh, man. People are really serious about this. I could do better at this game. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I will say that uh, when I first created my Heavy Attack build, it was, like, after Update 35, and I didn't really adjust that build at all, so it was until Update 37 with the Empower change. Where I actually got into it, and my DPS went from so a pre-update 35, my DPS went from 55k to 60k, and then after in update 37 on my normal build, still it went from 40 to 45k, and then I swapped, and at first it was 70 to 75k, and now it's like like uh, 80 to 82k because I really kind of fine tuned the process so yeah so that that literally is you know doubling my DPS right there after I got a working build a more fine tuned updated build so that's a pretty freaking wild man
0: I'm not gonna lie I mean like like I said I mean me and dog we're no slouches but you know I wasn't parsing near the top 80s on my other builds like you know I think with my last build, I was like low 70s, or maybe like I hit 70 and I was like ecstatic. So to be almost pushing eighties like wild. It's pretty fun. I'm like, dude, let's go do some hard content or something.
1: <laughs> as long as you'll heal me though, because I don't have a heal on my bar. <laughs> yeah that's honestly kind of like the one bad thing about heavy attack builds is that like you don't give yourself a heal so you rely on a healer
0: hey but you know the, there you go you guys you healers need something to do <laughs> right
1: yeah you
0: guys are always saying how we feel pointless and no one needs healers well there you go <laughs>
1: We finally have a purpose. It's to heal Bob, because Bob can't heal himself.
0: Yes, for the love of God, please. I will die in the middle of the fight.
1: And I will laugh. I mean, heal. <laughs> I mean, revive. I mean, yeah. laugh. yeah. <laughs> Probably in that order. <laughs> I'm sure.
0: All right, man. So any uh, any last words on the Heavy tech builds, or are we good to send it to the outro?
1: I'm a... Uh... I'm pretty sure we're good to send it to the astro.
0: think so, man. I hope you guys enjoyed our little kind of offbeat episode. Uh, we'll see what a kind of meta we could comment on next. You never know. Um, if you guys have anything you want us to talk about, you guys can always hop in our discord or shoot us DMS on Twitter and that kind of cool stuff. But you know what? Instead of me telling you all that, Dogged, why don't you tell them where can the people find us?
1: Alright, you can find us on Twitter of the at Red Diamond Cast. You can find us on our Facebook of the Red Diamond Courier. You can find us on our ESOPC or Xbox Guild of Heirs of the Red Diamond, which you can join on the Robots Radio Discord on robotsradio.net.
0: And if you check out our show notes, you'll find all our cool links, like links to our merch store, our awesome sponsors. ESO-hub.com that is always ready to answer any ESO questions you may have. Plus, you could use their awesome Discord bot, the Dwemer Automaton, in your very own Discord channel. How about that? Plus, guys, I'm telling you, if you leave us a five-star review with words, we'll shout it out into the stars of Tamriel. Now, and you know, I said it weird last week. I said Earth, and now I'm just like, I'm having, I'm freaking out every time I'm going to talk about the reviews. (laughs) Is this going to be a thing now, dog?
1: Well, I don't know. You know, it probably won't happen if this episode was recorded, you know, two weeks ago. So, yes,
0: well, uh, we'll blame (laughs) it on that then.
1: (laughs) Yeah. See, you want to have that, uh, you know, issue, that, uh, you know, self doubt. We'll
0: we'll see how it goes next week i guess <laughs> yeah. or later this week <laughs> all right so dog let's finish it off man where can the people find you all
1: right you can find me on xbox twitter and esopc all of that dogbar24
0: and for me it's gonna be the same xbox twitter twitch and esopc all at bob underscore Chichinsky. So, yeah, thank you guys so much for hanging out. hope you enjoyed the episode, and we will see you on the flip side.
1: Yep, see you next time. You've been listening to a Robots Radio Podcast. Smart shows for interesting people.